0: Good morning. There are certain times of the year when we let the gospel sort of speak for itself, and today is one of those days, Um, and so I've moved the homily in front of the gospel, and I think you'll see why in just a moment. So it's Holy Week. For those of you who have been here for a while or who may be long-time Episcopalians, you may be thinking, here we go again. i got to go to church every night this week. Why do they do this to us? I'm still not doing foot washing. If you're new to St. Peter's or the Episcopal Church, You may be thinking, what in the heck is going on? Church every night? What the heck is tenebrae? Foot washing? Really? Can't we just get to the Easter egg hunt? This week, St. Peter's will offer a total of 13 services from Palm Sunday to Easter Sunday. Why is that? Just for the fun? To stretch the limits of the clergy? (laughs) To torment the altar guild? (laughs) Because we feel we have to? No, it's really none of those. We offer these services as a way to provide a thin space for us both individually and as a community to encounter the last days of Jesus on earth. Walk with him day by day as he makes his way to the cross. Where might you find yourself in that story? Why are you here? If you're not familiar with this idea of a thin space, let me give you a little history. A thin space is a term used for millennia to describe a place in time where the space between heaven and earth grows thin and the sacred and the secular seem to meet. The term comes from the mystical world of Celtic spirituality and the Celtic Christians who were deeply connected to the natural world and considered every aspect of life to be infused with the presence of the divine, even, or perhaps especially, the ordinary elements of everyday life. While historically the ancient Celts viewed thin spaces to be locations or days of the year where the veil between the world and the spiritual realm diminished, and they could encounter those who had gone before them. Today, we think of thin spaces as more commonly places which there is an undeniable connection to the sacred. When I think of thin spaces, Camp Mitchell, just up the road at Petty Jean Mountain, comes to mind. I've heard many, many people speak lovingly of that location as a thin space. The Isle of Iona off the coast of Scotland is a historically thin space. If you've been there, you may know. If you haven't been there, ask Linda. She'll tell you. For me personally, the middle of the Pacific Ocean is a thin space. Something about being completely out of sight of land, small speck in that vast expanse makes me feel especially close to God. Some of you may feel that the communion rail is a thin space. I do too. You may have your own thin space where you find that God is particularly close. Those of you who practice meditation or centering prayer May be able to create your own thin space in your own living room. But thin spaces aren't marked with signs. Two miles down the road, thin space. You have to be open to them, looking for them, expecting to find the holy. And we really hope that this week will provide that opportunity for you. There's a great tendency to just catapult ourselves over Holy Week straight to Easter. But I encourage you to resist that temptation. I encourage you to look at the coming week as an extended exercise in seeking the Holy. I'll even help you get started with a little exercise in Ignatian spirituality. If you're not familiar with this practice, let me give you just a little history. Saint Ignatius was convinced that God can speak to us as surely through our imagination as through our thoughts and memories. In the Ignatian tradition, praying with the imagination is called contemplation. In Ignatian exercises, contemplation is a very active way of praying that engages the mind and the heart and stirs up thoughts and emotions. Now, if you are a practitioner of other spiritual traditions, meditation or centering prayer, that word contemplation may throw you off. Because it has a very different meaning in those disciplines. It refers to a way of praying that frees the mind of all thoughts and images, but not with Ignatian. Ignatian contemplation is especially suited for the gospel. We can accompany Jesus through his life by imagining scenes from the gospel stories. Let the events of Jesus' life be present to you as you hear the gospel in just a few moments. Visualize the events as if you were making a movie. Not watching, but making one. Pay attention to the details. Sights, sounds, taste, smells, feelings. Feel free to lose yourself in the story. And don't worry if your imagination kind of runs wild. At some point, Place yourself in the scene. You may even imagine that you are one of the characters in the story. Contemplating the gospel scene is not simply remembering it or going back in time. Through the act of contemplation, the Holy Spirit makes present a mystery of Jesus' life in a way that is meaningful for us right now. Use your imagination to dig deeper into the story so that God may communicate with you in a personal, evocative way. As we go through this week, each day, look for the thin spaces. Be open to this time when the sacred and the secular seem to meet. Be open to the mystery. Be open to the holy. Amen.